From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. And today... We're definitely outdoors. We're definitely outdoors. It's our yearly uh, blood donation to the mosquitoes of uh, Balm River area. Yeah, every year we come out here and donate about uh, three or four quarts as we set up for broadcast out here at Fishhawk Sporting Clays early in the morning. Getting here before the sun comes up and there's that little window where... They just seem to uh, take advantage of it, and then did, did they anybody disappear. else drive out here this morning with their windows down and enjoying the uh, the skunk? No, Which way did you come up? <laughs> me, I came through uh, Valrico and all that. It's a straight shot for me. Oh, it must be nice. Yeah. So, no, I, I I zigzagged a bit. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, I zigzagged a lot. Well, I, excuse uh, me. No, I a actually straight shot. I actually zigged and zagged probably more than you guys did because. Let's see. For me to get here, uh, whoa, let's whoa, whoa. see. You one day, well, let's say five days a year. You have more than a five minute five drive. minute commute. Yeah, but I mean, even Jonathan. <laughs> I mean, he takes a left, goes down, and uh, hits the interstate, and it's seventy thousand miles an hour. Me, Skyway, Skyway to seventy five, oh, seventy five no, to Mocasimwala Road, Mocasimwala Road to three hundred one. 301 to the cut-through secret road, then to 674, then up to uh, Balm whatever one, and then other, and then go up and take another right, then an immediate left on the other Balm whatever road, and then go up. And then as I get to the end here, I uh, get down to Balm Road, take a right, go down, hit the Fishhawks yeah. in, and then entrance and go in here. It's approximately 80-something miles, I think, from the house. <laughs> and uh, I was shocked and amazed. Uh, it's been almost it's been a year since we've been here basically and uh moccasin walla road was my first shock right there's a brand new Publix right there at 75 in moccasin walla and then of course there's like three different uh developments down the road (laughs) then you come down uh these back roads back here and there's like housing developments everywhere man Uh, it's sad it's really sad and they have a new clubhouse going in here. Yeah, but this one here, they're going to have to build a new one to accommodate all these people that are moving out here. This place is going to get busy. I mean, seriously, you think right across the woods back there on the other side, there's there's two it, brand new housing developments it, are building over there. It is amazing the conversation we were having it this morning just five minutes ago of all the people who complain and gripe about the great state of Florida and all the other things that whatever we do and don't do, but yet they – Seem to be wanting to run down here and move here as fast as they possibly can. <laughs> Go down there. We could bring some culture down to them toothless rednecks and, down and there. I and apologize ahead of time. I might be a little salty about it. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. But uh, we're here. We're here because there is a Sporting Clays event going on. Uh, Trinity Sportsman's Ministries out here again. This is one of their fundraisers they do every single year where everybody comes out and shoots a bunch of uh, Sporting Clays, has a bunch of fun, wins a bunch of prizes. And uh, you can come. It's not if you uh, don't want to, you should. Uh, if you don't have a team, it's okay. Show up by yourself. 
and uh, they'll find some place to put you. It's it's no big deal. They'll they'll put up a team together, and you never know. You may win the whole darn thing. Hey, couldn't be at a prettier just, facility. Just come out. That's true. Take a look at the raffle stuff, and take a look at what they have out here because it is beautiful coming yeah. out here to shoot. Yeah, I um, I had a couple of uh, rabbits, little bunnies, that tried to commit suicide on me this morning. You and the rabbits. Well, last year it was hogs. Every location, last year I had hogs every location around we go to, from the LTC to here to it's like you're like the rabbit undertaker. Well, you know, well these two, one I don't know how I didn't turn him into road tar. The second one was that one that like dared me. You know, they came you literally. Got nothing. I, I saw him coming, running full out, and I was like, oh, let's see if we got this timed right. I may get number deuce. Bring and, on uh, your little car. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, he he made it. He made it across to the other side. And uh, I was just like, what's what's up with these rabbits, man? I guess they're getting pushed out of their natural habitat by all the development, so they're committing suicide. No. I don't, I don't no. know what it is. Well, anyway, come on out today, Fishhawk Sporting Clays. I know uh, a little bit later on they're having lunch, right? I do, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have the lunchy-lunchy thing, so it's all good. And then, That's of course, what all these tables are for. Oh, uh, yes, for the – the so munchies and all the not, other everyone's things. nice and socially distant and it's wide open and it's pretty and you've got a storm sitting out in the Gulf of Mexico right now sucking all the rain yep. out of here so and I, they they put in a uh, a separate awning yep just for the prizes so that's what 20 feet by 40 feet worth that tells of prizes you, that tells you there's going to be a lot of good stuff to be given away out here and it looks like uh, we may Skip the showers out here at least for a while, so it doesn't look like there's well, any rain on the horizon. Right it's about 77 degrees out here where we are. When I left the house, it was 82. That's what I'm saying about riding out here this morning with the windows down. It was when nice. I, yeah. When, well, I, when I got to Boyette Road, that's the first thing I did was roll the windows down, turn the A.C. off, and enjoy the morning air. Well, I actually turned the outside air on for the air conditioner as I was coming up, and uh, FWC, if you're listening, there is a skunk somewhere between uh, Balm and uh, what's the other uh, main road there that goes east and west. Because he lit my car up. I was like, oh, man. I rolled down the windows to get rid of the smell inside and brought in 90% more. That boy, whoever he was scrapping with, man, he let it go. <laughs> it must have been one heck of a fight, man. In other words, somebody timed it right with him like you do with the rabbits. Yeah, it must have been some uh, some coyote little uh, end of counter or something. But, uh, yeah, they're well, always asking for where the skunks on, are. On FWC's Facebook page, they had a uh, post up the other day of a skunk that had gotten in where they have a camera set up to capture pictures of mice. This thing had gone through like a little bitty, like one and a half inch hole. Wait a minute, wait in. a minute. Why are they trying to get pictures of mice? It's one of these in, endangered mice, you know. You you think you want to get rid of everything that's rodent-wise around. Sure, why not? Their job no. is to conserve and manage and make sure that that little mouse is around yeah, forever. Yeah, I want to manage things, not get rid of everything. Well, never mind. I'm like, <laughs> is this a mouse that we should be concerned about? Is it well, losing I, I guess habitat? It's a, seaside, I, it's a seaside mouse. Oh, seaside. Yeah. So he wears like what a g-string yeah, and it, hangs out at no, Clearwater no, Beach. No, no, I think it's. I think <laughs> it. I think it's. You know how Florida has little deer. Yeah. Well, we have oh. instead of wharf rats, we have you know oh, beach mites. Lord. 
I don't know. We got the Norwegian rats here now. They may push them out. You know, it's so down right. in the Everglades. We're gonna yeah. have a turf war. <laughs> yeah, it's the beach. Locals only, dude. We're surfing today. You oh. Norwegians head back inland, bro. And that's and that's where a lot of people don't understand about the FWC. It is a lot more than hunting and fishing. Yes. Um, no, I understand that. I mean, we had the discussion last weekend where, uh, you know, I. You know, was asking why they don't do more to help out the dove hunters and with their with their fields. And as you pointed out, they're not there to to basically make your hunt more enjoyable. They're there to actually manage the game that are there. So basically, they got a field somewhere where they like go. Yeah, go out there. It's fun. Go ahead. Yeah, you might get something. You might not. I will never forget the one dove hunt I went on over at Fussell Road on a state field. There was more turkey. There was there was a flock of like thirty. The turkeys are sitting turkeys there watching y'all shoot doves. Walking <laughs> through, no, no, walking through. That's what I'm saying. The dove they're field. watching y'all shoot doves. Like, yeah, no, there was eh, no I, doves. Yeah. It was all turkeys. That's what I'm saying. They're sitting there. The turkeys are sitting there laughing at you, going, <laughs> "You're trying to shoot doves." The uh, <laughs> bottom line is, uh, the the state does not do the best job at creating a dove field. Uh, well, yeah, because you, as you said, that's not their job to create a oh, boy, good have dove I been field. Seeing a bunch so. of them. Which I don't understand. Why wouldn't they work hand in hand with some charity or something like I don't know, uh, uh, Trinity Sportsman's Ministries? I'm sure that the boys out there would uh, plow a strip down the middle, do the thing, and then if they charged twenty five dollars or whatever, uh, you know, the five dollars can go to the state, twenty dollars can go to a charity. Ta da! They, they, Everybody's they do, happy. They do turn around and they do plant. They just I I don't know what it is about it. It just never. Anyone I've ever thumb. been to, and I've been to several of the FWC sites over the years, uh, I've never done extremely well. No, they don't I, have a green thumb. Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? Yeah, they they're not a farmer. <laughs> With all those biologists, they can't get one that it can actually grow uh, you know, millet or no, something? they can I talk mean, to on. you about the germination time. Sure. And they can talk to you. But the, their biologists are more, and more worried about the uh, – how you say it? They're more worried about the four-legged animals and things like that, not what to feed the four-legged animals. Ah, uh, well, yeah, well, I'm I'm worried about the winged ringnets. That's the only ones I'm. Worried or the about. winged animals too. Winged, winged animals. Yeah. Uh, we are broadcasting live out here at Fishhawk Sporting Clays out here in the. Uh, what do they call us? Is this the Lithia Balm area? I out call here? it Lithia. Lithia yes. and. Uh, uh, it's a beautiful place. It's going to be a beautiful morning. The guys are going to get ready to shoot here in a little while, probably around nine-ish or so. I guess when they usually head out. So uh, you got time to get over here and get by and hang out with us if you want to. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And so castles made of sand fall in the sea. We're back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden, Jonathan, Bill George, and Carlos on the way. Wakey, wakey. Uh, uh, dude, it's a, wait, I just woke up. Man, my phone didn't charge, and uh, I, 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 had to, I had a flat tire, and uh, the shower won't get hot, so it's going to take me a while. So, anyway, he's on his way as well. Uh, Bill George alluded to the fact out here at the uh, Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Do you want the address? For here? Yes. Sure, yeah. It's if you're one, Uber yourself here. Go it's ahead. 13505 Hobson Simmons Road, Lithia, Florida, 
13547. 13547. 13547. 13547. 13547. 13547. 13547. 13547. But you you brought up the fact that they're they're building a new facility out here, and it's a beautiful little building they're building over here. It looks uh, little. It's 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 very nicely done. I like the the entrance, and it's big. They got the whole sporting uh, Listen, area there. I don't know how many rooms are in that thing, but it, man, that sucker is really nice looking. It's bigger than my house, little. Well, you're the one thing I can say with the Hinton family, they do everything first class. Well, that one there, I mean, uh, it looks really, really nice. And once it's completed, it'll open up a lot of area over here. I'm sure they're going to make this into a little more parking, so it's a little bit closer kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, it's a beautiful facility. And uh, when is completion date? What are they saying? Uh, Christmas. End of the month, Christmas. November, December? Christmas. Some yeah. Christmas. Well, I mean, it looks nice. They're doing Cri- a good job. Cri- Christmas, you know, of course, with something like this, the county has to f- find ways to – never mind. Well, well, obviously, they built it hurricane-proof. That sucker is is all block. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing. You don't see uh, – I, I guarantee you the houses that I passed in here on the way in and all those subdivisions, they ain't built like that. It, it, <laughs> it, it's ama- Well, but it's amazing, like you said, we're saying earlier – you can come out here in six months, and there'll be fifty new houses popped up everywhere else. But sure, you, you get in situations like this where it's like, well, wait a minute, you got to have a permit for this, or you got to do this, or you got to do. <laughs> Never mind. The, yeah. the, the thing that I always get amazed by is you take a place like this. It started out out away from everybody. Yeah, okay? and everything's coming to it, and everything comes to it. Two of the gun clubs that I used to go to uh, when I first moved into Tampa back in the 70s over there at Memorial where all the football fields and the golf courses and that 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 road there used to be called Gun Club Road. That's right. And there was a there was a gun range there. Long gone. Out there up at the top of Tampa Bay just north of Hillsboro used to be a gun club out there. We used to go out there and shoot. Boom. Gone. It's just everybody wants to get in there, move in amongst everything, and then complain that they hear shooting. Well, that that's what happened to the old uh, Tampa Bay Sporting Clays. It was on, what was it, Morris Bridge Road when it was up there, and all of a sudden they built all the subdivisions behind it, you know, and then, uh, like you said, they're over there shooting 24 it's, hours a day, seven days a week. It's boom, boom, boom. That's all yeah. you hear. And, everything, and then they, they literally uh, uh, turned against them and – I've Next thing you know, they're, for, they're, they're moving. They're gone. I will be 41 years old in October, and I've watched it in, at our house for the last 20-something years with people moving out there and obviously with us with the cattle and everything else. And that was that's one thing that drives me nuts is just like y'all said with the gun stuff. You get people that move to the country, and the first thing they want to do is complain. Yeah. <laughs> I smell cow crap. No joke. <laughs> Those four-legged animals were there before you built your house here. So. It's, a, it's amazing that uh, that Pinellas County over there still has, uh, you know, trap and skeet. I mean, they don't have, you know, it a sporting clays event. Uh, you know, it's right on the back of Sawgrass Lake, and they had to go out there and, and mine all that uh, lead up from, you know, four decades of people, you know, shooting out there all the time. And they've built berms and traps and everything else out there, but they're still there. And Wyoming Antelope Club, 
holy moly, dude, you can't get more surrounded than they are. There's a big uh, you know, industrial is, place yeah. on the south end. There's buildings on the north end. There's stuff on the, on the south end. And there's jets flying overhead every day, flying into Clearwater Airport. Here are guys down there, you know, shooting all day. It's on the flight path to Clearwater Airport. And uh, that one, you come that around the corner, you're like, me. yeah, you're like an outdoor shooting range. And, you know, we're cops distance go out there. shooting. Yeah, there's 100-yard range out there. And uh, people are amazed that it's still there. Jonathan gave me the look like. Hundred yard, yeah, that's not distance. <laughs> no, it's not. But when I know for here, for that, where he's talking about, and those guys when they come in the shop, we used to have those conversations. Uh, when I was at the shop full time, I would always laugh with them because they'd come in there for archery stuff and everything else, and we would talk about the gun range and everything. And and constantly, I would ask them, I'm like, so how many complaints? And they're like, oh, we get, they get calls all the time, but it's. Still there. So. Well, it's, you know, even down there at the Manatee Club down there, uh, that's developing down there at Tulane Road out in the middle of nowhere. How much longer do they get to survive, you know, because they, you know, I mean, there's there's shooting distances out there. There used that's, to be, yeah. you know, really good. There was a 1,000 yard. They didn't. They don't do that anymore. And then there was a 500-yard gong. I think they've moved it in closer than that. But that's why everybody was so excited when the rumors started floating around that they were going to build this huge um, you know, long-range shooting facility over there by uh, Bone Valley. You know, on the uh, basically, I don't remember the, what the main north and south street is before you turn and go left and go to the railroad tracks and then go in. But on the other side, on the west side of that road, because that's old phosphate pits, and you can't really develop out there because the ground has been so disturbed so deeply, it's going to take, you know, centuries before it's compacted enough, I guess, to be able to put a – uh, a house on there, a housing development, so it doesn't turn into like poltergeist where houses are falling into No, no, they'll pump holes, full of but, concrete and then blame uh, somebody, you know. But those were, you know, there were rumors, you know, there was, there was going to be, you know, 2,000-yard ranges out there, and everybody was like, giggity, giggity, man, this is going to be awesome. They're gonna, And now it's like, you know, oh, that's been floating around for years, and it's not going to happen, and this, that, and the other thing. And it's sad because – that would be the perfect location for something like that. Sure. But, you know, when you're shooting that distance, too, you got to make sure that the people who are shooting that distance are know capable. what they're doing. You can't just have some rookie, you know, I'm not beating up on kids, but you can't have some rookie eight-year-old go out there and wing a 300 wind mag or, a, you know, a big round Lapua, you know, sh- you know, off in the distance because – they didn't keep it the shot low enough to keep it above, you know, below the well, burn. You got, you, know, you got uh, and I laughed about this. I was watching, uh, and I know some of the guys, and I'm sure you do too, the best of the West, and a lot of those guys like that that do the shooting schools in Arizona and places where they have Nevada the capability I mean, yeah, of doing that. Sure, and Ava made that com. She made that comment to me. You know, she's like, "Can me and you go do one of those schools?" And I'm like. Uh, heck yeah, I'll go do one of those schools with you because that's like, and they've had, I've seen kids on there shooting those rifles a thousand, 1100, 1200 yards and all that. And to me, I kind of wish for my kids and I know you do for yours that they had that opportunity to go and do stuff like that and to learn stuff like that, you know, but there and again, it gets back to the teaching kids about guns, how to safely handle guns. And that's why I, this place is great with Fishhawk because I know they do a lot as yeah. far as for youth education. Oh, they got their junior shooter. They got a team out here. They always out here shooting, and they're always looking for uh, young kids to come out and shoot with uh, you know high school and all that kind of stuff like that. 
and a few of them have gone on to go into big giant competitions around the state. It's sad that uh, we don't have the same kind of facilities anymore for any kind of long range shooting. I know that, you know, you're talking about going out west. Well, that sucks. Now I got to get on a plane with my kid to fly to freaking Nevada yeah. because there's no one living outside of Las Vegas, and you know it's kind of like where I used to go prairie dogging out in Wyoming. You know, you wing around out there, you don't have to worry about it killing Farmer Johnson. You know, a quarter of a mile away well, because there's have... nothing for yeah miles till Nebraska. You know, I mean, seriously, it's not going to reach. Well, anybody. and it's it's like I joked with somebody before about it. Don't get me wrong. There's I still know a few people that I can make a phone call or two, and we could probably have a place to where you could get maybe five, maybe 800 yards or something like that. But it's it, it's a whole different – I've been able to do that one time in my life uh, to shoot a distance of over 500 yards, and it's a really cool thing to watch the bullet vapor trail just tong and hit something – at that distance. That's why it was always good if you had a power line easement running through your property. At least you had a long oh, place gosh. to go shoot target shoot. <laughs> go target shoot. You know, it was always good. You know, let's go down to power lines and shoot. Yeah, let's go. It's amazing let's, come hunting season you were everybody's best friend about, hey, I want to go make sure this thing's actually zeroed at 200 Sure, yards. yeah. Go out to power line and go out there and do that, man. Go shoot out of the power lines. That's all good. Well, you can come out today and you can shoot along with the, uh, the great guys out here with Trinity Sportsman's Ministry. Dennis is out here getting things set up with the rest of the crew. They're all going to start arriving here shortly. And uh, once all the safety meeting and all the other happy stuff is done, they're going to turn them loose, man. They're going to go out and probably start shooting around 9-ish. And uh, so you got time to come out, buy yourself some raffle tickets, all that kind of good stuff. I know that uh, Dylan is bringing some guns out here that they're going to be giving away. If he shows up anytime soon, we'll throw him on the radio and see what he brought out here for everybody to win i know there's some some pretty good little poppers in there that you might want to you know try to get your mitts on because lord knows they ain't easy to get today (laughs) (laughs) i mean seriously all right we are the big and wild outdoors broadcasting live out here fishhawk sporting clays we invite you to stay with us we're going to take a fast one we're brought to you by brandon ford stay right down Seven thirty. Is it really? What the heck? What kind of bird is that up there? That is a big old bird, man. What is that? That's this one. That's a white pterodactyl. Bird. White like birds. A, cowbird. A white, oh, that ain't no cowbird. No, it's not a cowbird. It's that sucker like, had a four-foot wingspan on him, man. What the hell are you talking bird. about? Your eyes are full. I think, it, I think it was the Mothman. I think it's Mothman. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live out here this morning out at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. I uh, got the Trinity Sportsman shoot going on a little bit later on this afternoon uh, or this morning. And then later on uh, in the morning, they're going to have a a little uh, get-together, safety meeting. And they go out and shoot, come back, have some lunch, give away some prizes, and get on out of here. Go enjoy the rest of your Saturday. It's all good. Uh, we're out here today. I'm not going to get to shoot today. You're shooting today? 
Looks Jonathan, like it. you're shooting? <laughs> Looks like it. What would you bring to shoot? Uh, a 410? Going to show them up good? The old Remington Versamax. Oh, the, the, brought the, the big gun. Did you the bring the 10-gauge? No. Come on, man. I want somebody to go out there and shoot a 10-gauge. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You okay. hear that? Boom. No, it's a 12. <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you, uh, did you bring one at all? Because I know you were saying Listen, that. Uh, I don't have a gun that will shoot skeet. What do you mean you Play don't? Pigeon. You don't have a shotgun? I do, but it all takes high brass. I, my guns are all. What do you mean takes high brass? Hey, well, that I, is no, such an old wives tale. I was harassing him this morning and telling him the Versamax I've got in the truck has the turkey choke in it. And I was like, I'm going to change it out and put the. Because, you know, of course, it's got the no, no, listen, flooded He's timber. already laying down the reason why he's not going to shoot it. Ain't gun. no reason why. I'll tell you straight up right now. I could give two craps about shooting a clay pigeon. I'm sorry. Turkey load with nine shot, if that's what you're shooting, would be actually pretty I mean, a turkey choke, and that's, and that's what I was like. I sat there and thought to myself, I'm like, why take the turkey choke off? Because that's the full modified, and I've always been one – with a clay pigeon, I've never been that person who could always get lucky with the big spread and clip it. It's either feast or famine. If I bust it, it's powdered. If it's not, <laughs> go bust on Just the ground. Just wave at it. Bye-bye. <laughs> go bust on the ground. <laughs> Have fun in your migration. Well, so I, I want to hear more about this. I want to hear this explanation of what you own in a shotgun type situation that has to have high brass well, in it. Well, I do, I do have a... Remington 1100, three inch, three inch mag, the old 1100. If I turn around and shoot a two and three quarter inch shell out of it, yeah, it has to be high brass. It will not cycle without it. Well, now wait a minute. Are are you? Is that because that's the thing that you found that from worked day, in it? No, from day one, it will not cycle. Well, why don't you look at see what the powder dram is? What your how much powder is in the high brass? And also what round you're shooting out of it, whether it be eight or nines or whatever it is. because now speak English for those you, out there that need to understand. But. Well, because the high brass ones, sometimes they would have like a maximum capacity of of powder in there. Yes. So you have three. You know, it's like a three dram in there, and it's really in there good. You can find plastic hulls that are still up to that I, dram, and I don't understand why they don't But the thing is, work. out here, you have restrictions on what shells you can turn around and use – don't based worry, upon be, just based upon keeping all the shot not going way out of that target range into some other target range. Right. So, okay. So they have rules that of what you can shoot out here. So I, you're saying a sporting clays type load is is too low to cycle your gun properly. The 1100. Then they turned around my Winchester Super X2, which I had. That would it, be awesome it, for it, this. But it didn't cycle it well. And, and don't ask me why. Maybe it needs to actually be cleaned once. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's an inertia. I don't think you need uh, to, to clean it no, uh, but, as but much the, as you think it does. If it was a gas gun, then yeah, but yeah. it's it's not. Right, now, wait a minute. Does that one have the adjuster inside of it where you have the different rings for your different loads? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I See? bought it. I bought see, it. For this turkey. is the uh, th- this is the thing, folks. For all you people out there who are not able to see this firsthand, because we don't have our camera yet, is when Braden actually gets a question that Bill kind of looks at him for a second, like, "Huh, I actually didn't I, no, think of that." I, I mean, it didn't come anything that had any type of that in an instruction. A lot manual. of the new ones do. I mean, but, where they you can you can change. But I out do have an 870 with the thumb stock, that which is a turkey gun. 
but like a pistol grip thumbstock. Yeah, pip- pistol grip. But I have my EOTech on there, and you know, what? I maybe could use that. Sure, you could. Well, there you go. But there's pra- no, hey, fu- there's the, no fun. There's I, practice, quick acquisition of targets right there. There yeah. you go. That'd be Listen, awesome. But Carlos is bringing his gun. He's bringing probably the Beretta. I don't know which one. Which whichever one he's bringing, I call it Eric's gun now because Eric's <laughs> already laying claim to it, and Carlos isn't ready to give it and up. I, he's not I, dead yet. To be so perfect, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you, I'm just looking forward to the fact of no, since we both all know Carlos, of watching Carlos, the Cuban temper start to flare up when don't get him flustered. Bill takes his gun and starts because to me, I mean, like I said, that's why he screws I could up. care less. That's I'm just why he here screws to have. Up. Because he gets all flustered that he's like sitting there, it's grating on him that uh, that uh, Gringo's beating him with his own gun. That just yeah, that would suck. Tom Selleck. Is I told him maybe this year I would let him. I'd let him win. Oh, let him win. Yeah, shank a few into the ground. Oh, it was just not the rabbit. One. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll hook one over here into the sand. <laughs> sure. Yeah, hook <laughs> one, shank it over into the trees. Well, I, I'm curious because the 1100 is probably one of the most widely used sporting glaze. Uh, guns ever in the past. And yeah, it, but it's that a great magnum, gun. that magnum version back in eighty eighty four mm-hmm. or something like that when I bought it. That magnum version it was one of the was, best doll gun guns was, you ever saw. Was one of the ones that you turned around. Um, I mean, it'd take that heavy three inch at the time. Sure, but it just did not turn around. Do the light loads worth a hoot? Well, my my Black Eagle. I mean, say what you want to. I mean, Benelli's a great firearm. It really is, and I had a Black Eagle, you know, back in the day, and that thing was 1200 bucks when I bought it, and it wouldn't spit out uh, sporting clays rounds to save my butt. I literally was a single shot. I'd have to, I'd have to shoot. It would stovepipe out the side. I'd have to clear it and then shoot the next one. I mean, literally all while it's choo choo. Well, there are two birds in the air. Yeah. And uh, I had guys that were out on the on the course going, "Here, these are handloads. Try these out. See what this does." Nope. 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 Turkey loads, Boo-boo. duck loads, yeah, as fast uh, hi- as you can pull the trigger. Uh, you know, hydram dove loads all day long. But but the lighter uh, nine shot type stuff, where it was like two two and a quarter, two and a third type dram powder, didn't like it at all. Hated it. Watch one of the best shotgun shooters ever, and Mister Knapp just burned the barrel off of one of them things one time. But yeah, yeah, but that was set up. I mean, uh, it's, it's perfect that he. You know, I mean, we're talking Tom Knapp, for goodness sakes. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's tuned to perfection. But uh, so it'll be interesting to see. It's it's going to be you, Bill George, Carlos, Jonathan, and who's going to be the well, fourth? Well, Nick, Nick turned around texted me late n- last night. FWC he, Nick? Yep. Wasn't going to be able to make it. He had to go down south. Uh, so I texted Dylan to bring his gun. Dylan texted he'll be here, but his somebody else had his gun. So I'm like. Well, Carlos, we, we may have to burn Carlos's up. Oh, yeah, well, he's got a verse. He could use his. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. He's going to melt it all day. Why did Why did Nick have to run down south? Was it all because of the uh, the uh, the overabundance of Goliath Grouper down there and people being charged for catching them or uh, something no. like that? Had anybody been charged for keeping one? Uh, actually, you didn't hear about the kid who got caught down there. He took pictures of it and posted it on social media. No. It was only about a 30, 40 pounder. It wasn't like a huge one or anything like that. It wasn't like over the top large and huge, 
but uh, they charged him because he said that um, he took too long. Uh, took too long. Uh, Did not put, immediately release it. Putting it back in, yeah, and, and removed it from the water and all the other stuff like that that uh, that they can charge you with for, I guess, apparently molesting a fish. So, I mean, he was a young kid. He was down in the Keys and got uh, got busted down there. I thought maybe there was a rash of it down there. Maybe Nick had to go down there and rescue. No, he, is, he is an investigator now, but yeah, you know. well, yeah. The kid, eighteen, he's uh, was down there. He was caught with a Goliath grouper, uh, which I love this the way the story puts it. It says he caught a Goliath grouper while fishing, which is against the law. That's what they put in the story, which is not true. It's not against the law to catch a Goliath grouper. I mean, it's not like you could put a sign on your bait that says, "Everybody welcome, except you, Goliath grouper." So, uh, hey, dominant fish on the reef, leave my snook or whatever else that I'm trying to catch to actually keep alone and go away. So the 18-year-old admitted that he caught the fish, brought it in, uh, took some pictures of it and all that kind of stuff. He didn't kill it, and he eventually let it go. He released it, but the team was arrested and charged with threatening, with taking a threatened, endangered species. <laughs> Seriously. They, they actually charge this kid with that because yet, he, he took too long let, to put it back in the water. But yet the people who show up to loot and riot and everything else, we, no, we no. arrest them and then we just let them go and say, oh, don't worry about no. it. Yeah, well, you know, maybe if he went to a pet <laughs> shop or something, they had Goliaths in there. I'm here to have a good time today. Please <laughs> don't do get all that started. Stuff. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of law, uh, joining us here is Mr. Dennis <laughs> Pulowski. Uh, oh, are, you, are you not Wait. working? Ah. He got Wait. Say by the bell. No, you got the crap one. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. Well, they're playing music anyway, so we got to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are out here at uh, Fish Hawk Sporting Clays. Come back. Yeah, we'll talk to Dennis when we get back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. Alabama, hi, hi, hi. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brain Gun, Jonathan Swindle. Bill George is gone. Way too many places I could have went with a joke with what you just said, but Bill, I'm not going to. Bill George is gone. Because this is a family show. It, it is. Absolutely. Large family, and in his place, uh, Bill George has all said, ah, I thought he was doing something important, but then uh, now he's over there with his hands on his hips out there just, you know, so like he's running for office. We went, I think so. I think he's running for mayor. We went Olympia. from the legal department to somebody who actually works in law enforcement. That's so. true. And uh, Dennis is here, and he, uh, of morning. course, is one of the big head cheeses. Or wait, you are the head cheese. You're the guy who started Trinity Sportsman's Ministries, aren't you? Yes, sir. You're back the, in you're 2005. The big, you're the big Swiss. There's there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, back in 05. And uh, you guys have been doing this every single year for what now? How many this years is this? It's our 11th annual, I believe it is. 11th year. Wow. Crazy. Has it really been 11? No, we haven't been out here 11 I times. I remember that because we were – There's we no got way. The, we had the honor of being some of the first people to donate to the first one. It was, Jonathan also was one of our first places where we had our archer clinics too. 
Oh, that is true. Long time ago, yeah. Well, well, now it's grown exponentially, and today we are expecting uh, how many people? 10,000, 7,400? That would be nice, but uh, probably CDC wouldn't like that. But we're uh, we're looking at about 140 if everyone shows up, which is awesome. Yeah, it's a great turnout. It's uh, we're we're looking forward to it. Um, I think a lot of people are wanting to get out of the house and uh, find something to do, and yeah, we're being safe out there and. And uh, just ask that guy time. from Maine that was on the news the other day. That, he made me laugh. I didn't. I well, what, what was the what, guy with the Maine? I don't the, know the what guy, that was. guy from the state of Maine that they interviewed on the beach. <laughs> Sir, where's your mask? I don't care about your mask. I'm here. Oh, that way. Yeah. <laughs> I paid good money to drive down here. I'm going to lay on the beach. You showed up. <laughs> well, you know, you know, the key people are all freaked out because now I, my, my kids, which used to not be anything, hey, I'm going to run up to the grocery store. Can I come? I mean, they want to get out of the house. Can we go, too? Can we go? I'm like, oh, dude, are you kidding? It's so boring, remember? It used to be so boring. Now it's just, <laughs> just get me out of the house. I don't yeah, care absolutely. what it is. You're going to go get gas? I'll stand there. I'll pop. I don't care. Uh, but today is going to be a beautiful day to come out here and do absolutely. sporting clays. We got a, a nice little breeze out here this morning. It's beautiful sunshine. Uh, we had a little misty uh, early the in the morning here. rain clouds already come through and dropped the rain, and now it's, it's sucking out of here. Yeah, it's <laughs> headed over the West Coast to beat the heck out of Pinellas County, so that's all good. Uh, but out here today, you guys are going to start, uh, what, at 9 o'clock, 9-ish? Nine? Yeah, our safety meeting will be at 9. Our registration starts here up at uh, probably the next 15, 20 minutes, and then we're going to be uh, uh, getting out on the course at 9.15. Uh, everyone will go out there and shoot. And then come back in, uh, grab some barbecue, and then we're going to have some raffle prizes. we got uh, some, some really good raffle prizes this year, and uh, as of every year, really. Yeah, uh, well, I know. Big, I see big, Dylan uh, right there. He's bringing another firearm out of the quad, yeah? So I'm going to get him to give me a rundown on what he brought out here today. That's Absolutely. For sure. But now you also got fishing equipment. Uh, I know back in the old days when Glenn was coming out with us and being a part of the show, he'd walk away with, like, every cooler that was actually in the raffle. So he's not here, so you got a better chance of getting one. That's then. exactly right. <laughs> uh, I think he walked out here with, like, two canyons one year and it was, like, trading trading up. It was like Tradio. He's like, hey, you're going to keep that one? He goes, oh, i got plenty of coolers. What do you got? <laughs> you know, trade on the way out to the parking lot. Like the, uh, uh, what is the office? Yeah, oh yeah, everybody's trading. trading up, trading up on everything. Are you are you going to use white, that fish? The white magic elephant, beans, the magic the white elephant Christmas gift. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I look forward. I always traded down. I was like, who got ever got hot sauce? I'm willing to trade. But now, if anybody wants to come out today, if maybe they're not a part of a team and they want to come out and be a solo, uh, that's okay, right? Absolutely. You can put them up with so somebody. we do have we can't have walk ups. Uh, the the uh, price is two seventy five. Yeah. Uh, we did order extra food just in case, and. Um, they can come and enjoy, and basically Trinity Sportsman has been, you know, like we said, it's been around since 2005, and their overall mission is to be able to share Christ through uh, the outdoors. And and so in the beginning, uh, it always it's been through archery programs, and eventually that archery program turned into a beginner bow hunting class. That's and, right. And we did uh, archery hunts and uh, hog hunts with that, and then um, and we're still we're still doing that. You know, COVID COVID kicked everyone. That's right. And yeah. so um, we had to 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 kind of you know say lord where do you want us to be or what do you want us to do and so this past year when covid hit we were really uh thought that the lord was leading us to uh to feed people and so uh we hooked up with a, a new organization here in uh central florida uh hunters for the hungry yeah we talked to him last week great guy so he's gonna be out here today and uh we're gonna we tried to do a, a field the cooler event 
Uh, I'm sure it'll bring some uh, coolers. I don't know if everyone's going to bring anything. Uh, hopefully they will. Well, I could have brought uh, two rabbits. But um, <laughs> I nailed them on the road hey. this morning. <laughs> They'll take anything they can get. Uh, absolutely. Can't get any fresher than that. A little crunchy, but, uh, yeah, they were they were out there. So we're going to make an announcement today showing a cast of vision of what we're going to do with Hunters for the Hungry because people are still hurting, even That's though right. people are starting to get back to work. And then um, – yeah, we gotta we got to be able to continue to help people. And then I believe in January uh, we're going to uh, kick our archery uh, program right back in and, um, and and start strong and, and go right into the summer with our summer programs and and, uh, and that type of thing. So, I, it's, you know, you just have to readjust you know, what, what, what's going on in the, in the world. And, and uh, you got to, you know, do what the Lord wants you to do. Well, here's what I know. With as many kids, as many high school and middle schoolers that are now staying at home, uh, parents that chose to do online, uh, a lot of parents, at least ones that I know, the kids that are doing it, now they're looking for extracurricular activities for kids to be able to do because uh, they don't have soccer like they had. They don't have the football like they had. You know, They don't have activities where the kids feel like they're actually like uh, participating in a group type thing. Sure. Whereas something like what you're doing with the archery and all that stuff, what a great opportunity for not only the kids to show up, but the parents too, because you do both. I mean, it's just they don't just drop off the kids and go, go ahead, Dennis, teach them everything they need to know. You got parents that are there learning. His programs are getting involved just as much as the kids are. (laughs) Well, and I would think that there would be more parents who would be willing to go and shoot bows with their children then get picked up by the Taekwondo bus at the end of the day and go to, uh, you know, Master Jimmy's, uh, you know, Taekwondo dojo. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And and that way, with the opportunity to not only go and do the, uh, the bow class and learn how to do it, then possibly the opportunity, if you're going to do it this year, to do the hog hunt at the end of the class. At the same time, while you're doing your online schooling, you can also take your hunter safety course and get that Absolutely. done. So you can get almost all of it knocked out this entire year. That'd be awesome. This would be a great opportunity to get all that stuff done. Absolutely. Uh, Trinity Sportsman uh, put in for a grant for the uh, so the, the uh, tags, a lot of the wildlife tags that you see running around on people's cars and stuff like that. There's a grant program through there, and we've uh, we submitted our request. Hopefully this October we'll, uh, we're going to get some new equipment. We're going to build some new arrows and, and really uh, – uh, kind of beef up the, the actual archer program and, and, and really uh, make it shine. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, <clears throat> you guys had been doing it at, at uh, Baptist Church there on Turkey Creek, right? Uh, was that where We've you were doing We've done down at Durant. We, we go to all kinds of different churches. We've been to First Baptist Dover. Um, we like that facility because it's inside and they have a gym and everything. Um, but we've gone to First Baptist Plant City. Uh, I mean, you know, we've been doing it for 11 years. So we, right. we, we try that, to stay on the see, eastern side see, of Hillsborough County. He says that because Glenn's not here for me to harass him and say, it's all right, you ended up at First Baptist Dover with all the Stover boys. But, you know, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I know you guys were also involved with, like, when the wild game dinner and stuff Absolutely. like that was going on at Countryside Baptist Church. You guys had the little archery shoot and all that stuff out back out there. And uh, I just – I think with the way the world's – kind of changed a little bit and it'll get back to normal eventually but for right now uh the way things are going i think that uh this would be a a missed opportunity for a parent to not take advantage of the situation and get the kids outside something where it's not uh, 
school related, you know, go sure. out and, and do the archery kind of thing, and with your and with your kids, be there with well, them. Well, and let's be honest with the, the climate of certain things, which I won't say exactly what y'all know what I'm talking about. People, one thing I've noticed for us, especially for me with the shop and with the outfitting business and stuff like that, uh, people are kind of getting tired of a lot of this stuff, and they're looking to they go are. back to some of the old uh, let's go fishing, let's go hunting, let's go hiking, camping, and get outside and get away from all the stuff. Sporting goods. Well, absolutely. Sporting I mean, goods. Not, hopefully FWC is listening to that. Well, and, and, and not only FWC, but around, around the country because – the top four selling items, uh, outdoor related, are, are firearms number one. Yeah. But but uh, after that comes bicycles. Bicycle sales have been through the roof over this whole thing, and then any other outdoor activity when it comes to that's a fishing is number three. Archery's in the top five, uh, but uh, people are trying to get out stand up paddleboarding here in the state of Florida. Looking at the statistics, everything is outdoor related. Sure. Because you can't, you know, go to the mall, go to the movies, go hang out wherever it is or uh, wh- whatever. You got to get outside. And I think, dude, that's, it's a, that's that's a, a good great thing. It is a good thing. a good thing. We all did it as kids. Let Absolutely. the kids do it all over again. Bring go it outside back. and don't come back into the life. That's right. It, it's amazing. <laughs> that's right. They, these, what do they all say? It's the cycle of life, how things cycle around. Yeah, and, what comes around goes around and yeah, so vice versa. Yeah, the Lord's reset a lot of stuff. So I, they, yep, they, I agree. And make us really realize what the priorities are in our lives and that type of thing. So. You know, it's it's like anything else. I think uh, sometimes you don't know what you got till it's gone. Absolutely. And I know that a lot of people like took church for advan- you know, for granted that it was always going to be there and all that stuff and you know, uh, you know, I'll go after the football game or whatever. And now you're like, "Oh, you can't even go there." And people are like, "What?" And you know, Americans, they don't like to be told what to do. It's like, "Wait, you're saying I can't go to Walmart without a mask on? Watch me." Right. Watch me go walk in there. And, uh, Con- uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, yeah, we're not, uh, how you say it, conformists as much as people think we are. I Most of the time, the only time I ever wore a mask, uh, I think, is when I was out turkey hunting. <laughs> I think that's that's the only time. I mean, I don't do any snow skiing and I Absolutely. don't uh, jump out of airplanes. So, yeah, mask is uh, DK Flatwoods sitting in a blind somewhere. That'd be about it. So, if, you know, if someone wants to get involved with Trinity as far as bring their, their kids out or, or archer clinics and that type of thing, we will start, uh, you know, we have a Facebook page, uh, Trinity Sportsman Ministries, and we also have a, a, um, a website, trinitysportsmanministry.com. Uh, we will be making announcements on there. And you can also go on that website and see exactly what we've done in the past and see if this is an organization you want to get involved with and that type of thing. And that, I have my contact information in there. Um, and uh, love to, to to basically get involved with uh, more archery and more programs and helping the community, and uh, that's what Trinity is about, and 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 sharing Christ through that. Right. So that's yeah, all horrible stuff. Well, exactly. and, I, and I'm excited yeah. <laughs> for the hunters for the hungry thing to finally start getting some roots around here because. I know when I started the outfitting business and everything else a couple of years ago, I've had several people, and Al, you know, used to take stuff from Al's Wild Meats, and I've had several people that go hog hunting with me, and they'll end up killing two hogs or do something like that, and that's one thing they always ask me is, it's like, okay. Do you want any of this? Can Do you know anybody well, who does? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you always try to find somebody, and that was always one thing with me. It drove me crazy was, and I remember Adam Putnam being agriculture minister and having this conversation with him 
and hearing Ted Nugent and all these other people say, you have a sustainable resource that could feed people, homeless people. Sure. My kids last night, we went out to dinner, and there's four. there was four homeless people on the side of the road in Plant City. And it's like, as a person like you and like him and like Bill and everybody else, you look at all that thing and you think to yourself, man, all the hogs running around. All sure. <laughs> just hogs, period. Yeah, I and mean, rabbits. You use hog, you small game, stuff like that, and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, there's no reason these people should be looking for a meal. Well, right. Dennis, Dennis is working on it, and that's good, and we're glad that you're out here. And, uh, again, we're going to – Start registration uh, going on pretty much now. You're going to do the safety dealio at 9 o'clock. Then you guys will be hitting the course at about 9.15. And if somebody wants to come out and get in on the auction and all that kind of stuff, they can come out anytime after 9 o'clock. We sell tickets. That's right. right Well, Dennis, get out there and go do something. Thanks, guys. Hey, Bill, you all right there, buddy? What do you do with those 20 Osceolas you kill every year? What do you do with those things? Do you donate those? Do you, do you donate them or do you eat them? What do you do with they all that? They go those? in the freezer. Oh, yeah. Nick, are you listening? i got a got a breaking story for you, buddy. All right, we're going to take a fast break, you guys. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We're at Fish Hawk Sporting Place. We'll be back.